and welcome to the spiritual travels of a firewolf. This is Christy. I am here in a really hot car uh, recording in the great state of California. Welcome. This is 30 days of the goddess and this experiment is from what I thought would be a 30 day consecutive episode where no matter what I did, I would record an episode every day, but what it turned out was it was more introspective. So I've been, I've have had episodes I've recorded while I've been traveling, but I just feel like they're all duds and I didn't want to put them out because I, I know this is a live journal, but at the end of the day, after you do an eight hour, 15 hour, 20 hour drive, whatever, however many drives I've done, uh, around the country and I'm in a parking lot and it's late at night, the podcast episodes just sound like I'm tired and worn out because I am, uh, when I do those kinds of drives. So I want to put out some stuff that I feel is a little bit more on the positive side and I'm at my best energy and we are very much in a new moon energy. The fall equinox just had happened on the 22nd of September. Today I'm recording this on the 25th of September, which is this beautiful, gorgeous new moon, very generous new moon in Libra. And I'm just out here trying to live my best life, manifest my dreams, and also work with these retrogrades. We're all working with Mercury retrograde in Libra. Mercury is going to go direct on the 2nd of October. We've got a bunch of outer planets in retrograde. There's just a lot going on and we're still in the prep zone for Mars retrograde, which is happening at the end of October. So I feel like being on the road, you know, I've left yesterday was officially three months since I left Austin, Texas, took to my car, lived on faith, and I have made it fucking work. Um, it has taken, it's, it's an art. It's surely an art. And I was going through Bend, Oregon. I did not even, I did not even mean to stop in LA. I was actually just going to go straight to Phoenix and keep on going. But I drove through LA, stopped for a couple days. Thank you so much to my friends who are so freaking generous Um, and all of the things that have kind of unfolded while I've kind of been between LA and Arizona the last two weeks. Um, this has been a trek. It's not an easy journey. I've had a lot of, again, everywhere I go, people I meet, thank you so much for your support. I want to say thank you so, so, so much to everybody who has given me stage time, guest spots, paid work in different states, different cities, different towns, different shows, um, club spots, guest sets and clubs. Um, I'm just really grateful. I am fresh off of a stint in Arizona. I literally went from Phoenix back to LA, back to Phoenix and back to LA. And I, and none of this was planned. Like only one of the spots was planned. Um, thank you, Josh Harrison for your wonderful showcase in outside of Phoenix. Thank you, Jonathan Ponciano, 
uh, for getting me some guest sets. Um, thank you to Lamar Mitchell for giving me a guest set on your mic at Sir Crazy Comedy Club. Thank you so much, um, Mike Dapper, for getting me a guest set on your showcase at House of Comedy in Arizona, which is a beautiful club. Stir Crazy and House of Comedy, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, if you've never gone, these are absolutely beautiful clubs. And I am so, so happy. Like, I can't even express how happy I am. Both club sets went really well. One of the things I'm working on is transitioning into clubs. I've been in you know, bars for so long. And these bar shows are wonderful, but I also, one of my goals this year into 2023 is to get myself the confidence, the courage, um, you know, that, that it's time to kind of get into these clubs a little bit more in a way that I hadn't allowed myself to before. I had, I had literally labeled myself for years that I was not a club comic and, I can't thank this journey enough for showing me, no, you can adjust and you can move your material around. And it's been a learning, it's been a, it's been a process because, you know, this is something that, that I have to learn and, and learn that I also, um, deserve. And I don't mean deserve like, oh my God, I deserve this, but deserve in the way that, yeah, I've put in a lot of work and a lot of time and I deserve to give myself this opportunity. So Today's Libra moon is, new moon is really, I know Libra season is is all about balance and perspective and justice and the scales of justice. And I, I do think that these Mercury retrogrades are very helpful. It's been extremely helpful to be in LA again in a different time. I left LA during a time when there was a lot of trauma going on. I don't know how much I've disclosed on this podcast but leaving work, um, the last time that I was here, uh, in the morning, I was getting solicited all the time for prostitution. Um, I have a joke about it. It's been my intro joke on the road. It's been my intro joke in my longer sets about just a guy, you know, rolling up on me when I was like feet away from my sublet, asking me to watch him jerk off, um, And I remember not even that being the straw that broke the camel's back, but just being like, okay, you know, this, this is, and this is a time. Um, And I can't say it's the first time that's ever happened. Not, you know, it's, it's happened throughout my time in LA. It's happened to me in Austin, Texas, but it was like all those things building up, building up and like it continually happening and taking the bus and then having to walk back from the bus and then having these, you know, cars roll up on me. That was one of the things that happened. That's a real thing that I've, I've, I've lived through. And, um, you know, I learned a lot from those experiences. I, and, and I'm saying this as somebody who's worked in the heart. And when I, when I mean the heart, I mean like downtown Baltimore, Maryland, I have worked in the heart of Maryland. I've had people like try to enter my car when I'm in it. Like I've learned, you know, I've, I've definitely learned how to survive over the years, but I think that's a huge reason why I decided to move to Austin for as long as I did. Um, I just needed a place to get some perspective on what the hell I'm doing and why, you know, last year I had an episode called what keeps the pen moving. 
Um, and for me, you know, a lot of it was these, was the, a lot of the goals that I've had for getting into clubs, for learning how to be a better comic, but I had to fall in love with comedy again. And I think that this time on the road really showed me, you know, I love comedy. I'm, I'm in it for life. I'm a lifer. And whatever that means, I, I want to do this from a, a place of love. I don't want to do this from a place of like survival and depletion. And I think a lot of it, I want to, I want to thank, even though it sucks so hard is David A. Arnold's episode. I, I've talked about it on here with Ed Milet. Um, that episode changed my life completely. It's why I'm here in LA right now. Him talking about moving to LA with two trash bags of, of his things and making it work and having a family and taking care of his family. And hearing that episode made me go, okay, you've got to give this, you've got to at least try, you've got to at least drive through the city and see how it feels. You did it in May. You felt it out. Um, maybe you were scared, maybe you didn't feel worthy, but ultimately I was sitting in the back of flappers last night and I went comics at a lot of clubs we get to sit in the back and watch shows that that are just incredible and I'm not a huge Jay Leno fan um I grew up with Jay Leno because he was always on in the house if I were to say like my favorite like late night dudes probably like David Letterman and and Conan O'Brien like that's what I found funnier but my family my parents loved Jay Leno like to the point that when we were when I was little little they went to go see Jay Leno live and um I saw that he was at Flappers in Burbank and I was like you know what I want to go see how he does it I want to see how he can stay clean and how he works his crowd and how he works an hour out and I just want to see how he works out so I went and watched Jay Leno and it was awesome. Like I had the best time. Like and then a great friend of mine joined me for the second show um after that. Um and it was just I remember I was sitting in the back of the club and I was just like this is the medicine that I've been missing for two and a half years. This is the reason why I love this so much. Like just being able to hear Jay like work out his material of course he's a one-liner guy in the beginning but he actually and I'm not going to give you know his material or anything like that but he like worked in stories and then he worked in one-liners and he kind of weaved his material together and I was able where I was sitting to kind of watch his time because um a lot of for those who are not comedians listening you know comedy is about your time and timing your set out and I was able to like watch the clock while he was doing his act and like see how he broke down his set and see how he you know brought in the wine and liners brought in the stories and then brought and then ended his set with newer material which is a very kind of I don't want to say old school way of doing things but he definitely kind of did it in a very old school method that you would generally teach like learn 
um when you're first learning is like him jerry seinfeld like all those guys kind of started with you you pack the front end of your set with old stuff that you know that works um and then you end it with the newer stuff now i have a i've been doing the reversal of that because to me i feel like the newer material has if you're super excited about saying it to me i'll say something new depending on the room because the energy is higher and I'm like oh I really 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 want to talk about it and a lot of times it's on the energy but the thing that I'm trying to work out that I've learned on the road is the transition between bar to club is way different like a loud bar in Austin is what you're getting generally Austin Texas is are these loud bars unless you're working one of the clubs now there's two clubs open but one of the clubs that's down there you're generally getting these loud bar crowds so my material has adjusted to screaming over drunk people um and learning to kind of adjust the material for a crowd that's actually there to listen has been really interesting to me and also the coolest thing happened to me so I just want to thank, like, seriously, Stir Crazy Comedy Club. Like, comics, if you listen to this podcast, like, seriously, go to Phoenix for a weekend or a week. Like, Wednesday, like, even I'm not at the level where I'm working weekends unless it's bar shows, which is totally, totally fine. But for comics coming up, yo, Wednesday, Thursday, Phoenix, like, get your ass down there. It's popping. It's bumping. Like, go down there. Um reference me I don't say you heard that here but seriously it's a really good place to develop it's only a five-hour drive um it's really worth it there's a lot going on especially for people who are in LA like I know I need stage time and I need to always be on stage um a lot of times the LA mic system is like paid all this stuff but now that I know that I can go to certain places that are not that far away to get stage time and come back, it's caused me to adjust. So, you know, I went into this road trip with the year marker thinking I could do 365, but monitoring my energy, monitoring the safety of being a woman by myself on the road and sleeping in places like Walmart parking lots has been a challenge. It's doable. Um, but based on different states, different experiences, different things that I've endured, and maybe I'll talk about them down the road, but I know that based on this last journey that it's time to find a place that's a little bit more secure to really, really, really pay attention to my physical safety and know that I'm worthy of having a place to sleep that's not a Walmart parking lot. So it's a lot of a self-worth journey, but it's definitely been a lesson. And a lot of it has to do with like saying, okay, it's time to up-level. So these three months have taught me where I want to up-level, how I want to up-level, and knowing that I'll have to adjust, you know, who knows? Monkeypox could be the next COVID shutting down the world. Who the fuck knows? But what I do know is that, you know, one of the things, and I'm gonna, this is a personal story, but I was at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy 
Um, I think the showcase is called the Extraordinary League of Comics. Yeah, Extraordinary League of Comics. And I, I, I had the second to last set. Um, also, shout out to Justin Chafin. Um, you don't know me, but we met there. Um, I, I watched him when I first started comedy. Um, he's a headliner out of New York, or was out of New York City. Literally used to watch him at Greenwich Village Comedy Club all the time when I was coming up in New York City. And I would just sit in the back and like watch how he you know, worked the room. Um, and I got to perform with him. Uh, at, and he, for him, it was just like a practice session cause he was, but for me, it was like, wow, I get to learn this here. Um, and I get to watch him and I get to see how he works the audience and see how going from the East to West coast brings a different energy. And that taught me a lot too, just watching him. So shout out, man, it was a privilege to be able to, to be able to like go I was basically the second to last comic and I was really nervous because I was like, oh my God, I'm right before the headliner. Ah, but it went so well. It was so much fun. I'm going to try and clip out a video because now in the comedy game, reels are a thing and you have to have your 30 second reel. And that's the other thing I'm adjusting is I'm a long form comic trying to adjust to a 30 second clip lifestyle. So that's the other thing learning to like get a clip, learning to get something fresh and new to say so that it can go on YouTube or Instagram or whatever. Well, Instagram and and TikTok, but um that's another thing that I'm learning too. Uh and also, you know, I just learning how to be a better promoter for myself. There's a lot of lessons. So I just want to thank the crew of amazing people. So I walked out of Rick Bronson's incredible club, beautiful, wonderful staff. Staff is so amazing. So, so amazing. Like, I can't even thank you enough. Like, just so cool. Um, and I'm leaving and there's like a group of people that came to the show. I was talking to these wonderful people and they had asked me some questions and I told them about my life and I just want to thank the lady okay there were two husbands I think I'm assuming two husband and wives who who they said they frequent the club but the husband handed me cash dude you did not have to do that that was literally the sweetest thing ever because they asked me where I was going I said it was on my way back to LA um and they said they really liked my set they thought it was wonderful like all this stuff and I just want to say shout out, okay? This podcast originally was called The Mother of All Wounds. And you, ma'am, you healed my mother wound, like, in that moment. So, you know, I was just talking to this crew of amazing audience members. And this woman literally grabbed my face. Not in, like, a, like, beautiful way. Just, like, this mothering beautiful way. And she looked me in the eye and she's like, keep doing this you are going to make it. Do not stop. And the way that she did it, like, I'm gonna, like, the way that she did it, I told her, like, do you do Reiki? Because it just felt like this overwhelming sense of love and kindness. And as a comedian, like, I haven't really been touched, like, in a good way. And I don't mean, like, sexually. I mean, like, the good touch where, like, you get a big hug and you feel like warmth and love. But the way that she hugged me and held my face, it was like, it was the deepest mother healing I'd ever experienced because 
it is a lonely sport comedy and and when you don't have people that are kind of on your side especially if you're related to them it can be tough but I was like this must be this is kind of like I told her you're like my you're like the mother you're my comedy mom here because it was just like thank you for for this and I think that we just have these small moments that keep us going and for me that was a small moment that was like, okay, I'm exhausted. I'm going to be driving through the desert tonight. It's going to be tough, but it just kept me going. So I wanted to thank it, it just gratitude for all for this journey. Um, it has been an, this has been a hard episode to record because I did set myself up for thinking this 30-day experiment would be me being more teacher about the goddess but really it's been more of a student of the goddess and what that actually means and what being receptive and um you know feeling love actually is so if I seem at a loss for words I am um but I want to say you know I'm still here I'm still I'm still out here. Um, I know the last episode I did with Lady of the Lamps was just last week, which feels crazy because weeks feel like years yet feel like one day. It's time to me is moving extremely fast and extremely slow at the same time. I know we went through the equinox, but it's just like this feeling of like, oh my gosh, like we're in this sped up period of time. So... I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. It's just a check-in. Um, I hope your new moon went well. Um, the, the vibrations stick around for the next few days. Plus, Mercury is going direct in Libra. And we are in Libra season. Or in Virgo. And we are in Libra season. So, I do really like Virgo and Libra season. I like the transition I think Virgo is one of my favorite signs, not no shade to any other signs, but I think Virgo, Libra are some really solid signs. Um, I know Virgo gets a bad rap for being too detail oriented. Libra often gets a bad rap for being indecisive, but I don't, I don't really feel that. I think it's a really good time of year to plant seeds and allow for multiple decisions to ensue um, because it is prepping us for the spring. So if we think about this, we're in a quarter of the seasons, then we are in our winter, um, and then we get into the spring. So basically we're getting our details in alignment so that we can be ready for a growth cycle in Aries season. So we are entering, we are in the season of of getting our bounty ready. And I appreciate that. So thank you for listening to the spiritual travels of a firewolf. And if this is my final episode within the 30 day increment of the goddess, I will be back with another assignment because I like homework assignments. And this is just a live journal of my brain. So thank you for listening and take care.